0: Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the September 29th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 2270 through 2275 of the Catechism. Abortion. Human life must be respected and protected absolutely from the moment of conception. From the first moment of his existence, a human being must be recognized as having the rights of a person, among which is the inviolable right of every innocent being to life. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately wrought in the depths of the earth. 2271. Since the first century, the Church has affirmed the moral evil Of every procured abortion. This teaching has not changed and remains unchangeable. Direct abortion, that is to say, abortion willed either as an end or as a means, is gravely contrary to the moral law. You shall not kill the embryo by abortion and shall not cause the newborn to perish. God, the Lord of life, has entrusted to men the noble mission of safeguarding life, and men must carry it out as a manner. In a manner worthy of themselves. Life must be protected with the utmost care from the moment of conception. Abortion and infanticide are abominable crimes. 2272. Formal cooperation in an abortion constitutes a grave offence. The Church attaches the canonical penalty of excommunication to this crime against human life. A person who procures a completed abortion incurs excommunication late sententiae by the very commission of the offence and subject to the conditions provided by canon law. The Church does not thereby intend to restrict the scope of mercy. Rather, she makes clear the gravity of the crime committed, the irrevocable harm done to the innocent who is put to death, as well as to the parents and the whole of society. 2273 The inalienable right to life of every innocent human individual is a constitutive element of a civil society and its legislation. The inalienable rights of the person must be recognised and respected by civil society and the political authority. These human rights depend neither on single individuals nor on parents, nor do do they represent a concession made by society and the state They belong to human nature and are inherent in the person by virtue of the creative act from which the person took his origin. Among such such fundamental rights, one should mention in this regard every human being's right to life and physical integrity from the moment of conception until death. The moment of a a positive law deprives a category of human beings – of the protection which civil legislation ought to accord them, the state is denying the equality of all before the law. When the state does not place its power at the service of the rights of each citizen, and in particular of the most vulnerable, the very foundation of the state, based on law, are undermined. As a consequence of the respect and the protection which must be ensured, For the unborn child, from the moment of conception, the law must provide appropriate penal sanctions for every deliberate violation of the child's rights. 2274. Since it must be treated from conception as a person, the embryo must be defended in its integrity, cared for and healed as far as possible, like any other human being. Prenatal diagnosis is morally licit, if it respects the life and integrity of the embryo and the human fetus and is directed towards its safeguarding or healing as an individual. It is gravely opposed to the moral law when it is done with the thought of possibly inducing an abortion, depending on the results. A diagnosis must not be the equivalent of a death sentence. 2275 One must hold as licit procedures carried out ...on the human embryo, which respect the life and integrity of the embryo... ...and do not involve disproportionate risks for it... ...but are directed towards its healing... ...the improvement of its condition of health or its individual survival. It is immoral to produce human embryos intended for exploitation... ...as disposable biological material. Certain attempts to influence chromosomotic or genetic inheritance... ...are not therapeutic, but aimed at producing human beings selected according to sex or other predetermined qualities. Such manipulations are contrary to the personal dignity of the human being and his integrity and identity, which are unique and unrepeatable. Very well, this is one of the central sections of Catholic teaching. And unfortunately... Very unfortunately, it is a teaching that is not widely accepted in society. That in all societies, the right to life, I mean, life, liberty, and the pursuit of freedom, or whatever, but it's forgotten about. Many societies don't respect life. And this really cheapens us. It deforms our humanity. It makes us into objects. It makes us into... uh, it, It really takes away from our dignity. That humanity has a relationship to God. And God created us as people with this dignity, with this worthiness. He made us worthy of life from the moment of conception. Not the moment that, uh, I don't know, that your big toe leaves your mother's womb. This isn't what makes us human. We're human from the moment that we are born. The moment we are conceived, excuse me. We're human from the moment we are conceived until the moment that we die a natural death. From conception to natural death. This is what the Catholic Church teaches. And obviously, abortion is a heinous crime. It kills the most innocent of human lives. It takes away a baby's life. And this is something that can be never can be justified. And this is why the church fights for life. That yes, there are many other things. We need to fight for justice. We need to fight so that people can have a good job. We need to fight that the immigration system can be improved. We need to fight... Uh, I don't know that people can have um, free school lunches if they need them. Lots of things we need to fight for, sure. But the primordial one is to fight for life. This is a civil rights issue of our time, our generation. This is the most important civil rights issue. And it's unfortunate that so many people deny it. So many people say it's it's an extra. So many people say it's an imposition. So many people actually say that it's wrong that the mother has the right to kill the baby and this is, not, uh, this is not right. Again though, as with all Catholic teaching, one thing is the teaching. One thing is this clear teaching that life begins at conception and that if anybody deliberately takes away this life, again it has to be deliberate, you know, if a mother slips and falls down the stairs and has a miscarriage, it's not a crime. Not at all. So we need to see that, uh, you know, um, that, that But abortion is always wrong. A procured abortion, an abortion that is brought about deliberately, is always wrong. And yet, the church also has a mercy. An understanding that people sometimes commit grave sins. Even this about the excommunication, that if somebody procures an abortion or helps with an abortion, they're excommunicated from the church. But again, excommunication is not a punishment, but it is a sanction that is there to help bring us to repentance. It's not saying that somebody is damned it is saying that they have committed a very grave sin and they need to, to repent in a very serious way. And again, these are things that, uh, if we've been involved in abortion, again, it's it's important to speak, to speak with your priest, to speak with him in confession. That Pope Francis has really, has a few, uh, in the year of mercy, he's stressed. I mean, it was always the case, but he stressed it. It's been the case since, since 1983, at least. But he uh, stressed the fact that any priest can absolve the sin of abortion. Prior to 1983, prior to Vatican II really, you had to go to the bishop, which was obviously a, a great imposition for many people. Still, it's good. If people can go to the bishop. But oftentimes it's hard to find a bishop who's available to hear confessions. It's hard enough to find a priest many times that'll hear your confession. But anyway, I won't get, get into this. But uh, to, to come and to confess and to explain the situation, to repent and to start this Christian battle again. And this is why it's saying the other, the other parts of it's just saying that as a society, again, it is, one of, it is the biggest indictment on our society. The biggest crime in our society is abortion, bigger really than anything else that you would be hard-pressed to find something worse than a society that allows people to kill their own children. I mean, um, it is really at the, at the high point of, of, uh, of iniquity, of evil. And then also today with science, so many things go around this. I mean, uh, it is really um, frightening to see some of the things. And unfortunately, as a society, we don't want to see them. The use of the, uh, that the use of the baby that has been aborted, the use of that child's body, for making cosmetics, for medical research, for all sorts of uh, terrible but highly profitable things, come from this. And then this whole tendency today, to, to, there's hardly a woman who gets pregnant. That doesn't hear from the doctor that the child is afflicted with some deadly condition or other. And the only excuse, the only way out that's given is to have an abortion. And that this is wrong. Yes, to have prenatal diagnosis is fine. In fact, what some doctors can do is absolutely amazing. Sometimes they can do even medical procedures, operations on the child still within the womb. And these things are amazing. To do the scans, to do all the checks uh, of the child before he or she is born is is beautiful. Beautiful. To see that, uh, really, it's to see the wonder of God. But that this idea and this fact that certain countries are eliminating whole categories of people. God creates people as they should be created. He creates each one of us as an individual. And for the reasons of his plan, he allows some people to be born with particular conditions. And yet today, we say no. We say, I know better. My child should be physically perfect. And no, God decides. Again, some countries, for example, have eliminated the Down syndrome babies. There are certain countries that don't have them anymore. Because they're all killed in the womb. And yet, in places where these children are born, they can live very good lives. But even if God only gives somebody five minutes' life, that's enough. Again, in the mystery of his plan, he knows what he's doing. And it is not our prerogative to decide otherwise. That we are really invited to trust the Lord to see that he is the Lord of life, to see that life is sacred, to see that abortion is wrong and that we need to fight against it. This is the whole mission of the pro-life ministry in the church, to fight for life. It seems stupid that we would have to fight for it or it even seems stupid that it would be a Catholic or a Christian cause but unfortunately this is what it's become. Because it's one of the areas where our world has been blinded, and people do very silly things, thinking that they're doing good. So again, this um, this is uh, uh, this is this um, this section of the catechism, is very clear. I think it's very uh, easy to understand, and uh, as I've said before, if somebody listening here, is going through some moral decisions, some moral quandaries, speak with somebody. The Catechism is very good to give us an orientation, to point us in the right direction, but in particular problems we need to speak. We need to speak to somebody, probably a priest or some Christian that you respect greatly, um, and again, to, to speak with somebody though who is truly following the teaching of the Church. That this is another issue today. We can always find some priest who will advise us to do what we want to do. That if you try three or four priests and present your story in a particular way, you're bound eventually to find somebody that agrees with you no matter what it is. And so no, to find somebody who is a faithful, believing Christian, who is somebody who is in communion with the Church, who holds the Church's teachings and yet can have a pastoral heart, Can yet can know about mercy, and can help you. Again, the Catechism is a teaching document. But all of us need to have spiritual direction. All of us need somebody to lead us along the right path. And so we can finish here, and tomorrow we'll continue. And tomorrow we're going to look at 2276 through 2283. God bless.